Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we're going to talk about the 10 most common belief systems, the 10 most common meta programs that make men unattractive to women. Now, today's Thanksgiving here in the United States, so I'm going to cut right to the chase. I know you guys want to go get your turkey dinner on. And I'll tell you what, man, I have been cutting for the last couple of weeks, preparing myself for the debauchery that is going to unfold on Thanksgiving. I absolutely love Thanksgiving dinner, man. That turkey with the mashed potatoes and the stuffing with a little bit of cranberry sauce. Oh my hell, I'm going to go to town, my dude. I'm going to go absolutely apeshit and get that tryptophan food coma going, lay on the couch, watch some American football and do it the American way, boys. I can't fucking wait. But today, let's talk about some of your belief systems, man, because listen, I get on calls all the time with guys in my free one-on-one breakthrough session, and we go over some of the psychology of men and some of the things that they're struggling with. Man, sometimes I just end my day and I literally kind of tear up because I have so much compassion in my heart for the bullshit that you guys have gone through, particularly you guys who have had issues with your parents. You know, there's a lot of bad parenting going on out there. And if you think you have some sort of problem that nobody else has, I wanna let you know right now, that there's probably millions of other men out there right now who are suffering from the same issues. Things that your dad said to you, things your mom did to you, things a sister or cousin may have done to you. There's molestation, there's insults, there's physical abuse, there's all kinds of stuff that people go through. And my heart really goes out to men when I meet them on these calls. And I think that's why I'm successful as a dating coach because I truly, honestly, sincerely care about you guys. And when I get on these calls with these guys, you know, I've heard it all before and there's nothing you can tell me that you should be embarrassed about. I've heard about every sexual fantasy. I've heard about every possible malady and trauma that may occur in a man's life. And I never judge on it, but I want to let you guys know that A of all, there's always hope to get past it. This NLP is super fucking powerful for removing belief systems. And also I believe that life doesn't give you anything you can't handle. And as I talked about in my previous episode, life gives us challenges in order to grow from them. That in fact, the guys who usually develop the most in life are those who come from some of the hardest places. It's not always true, but those who don't come from a hard past usually have to be super fucking driven and self-motivated in order to grow. But those who have come from a lot of calamity and who face their calamities head on, go into them, like I talked about in my last episode, turning around and running into the storm rather than running away from it. Those guys grow in ways that are absolutely unbelievable. They become what I consider elite men, guys who, when they walk into a room, all heads turn. Guys who, when they talk to a woman about nothing in particular or nothing interesting at all, the woman gets attracted to them. Guys who, when they look at you, there's just something in their eyes. There's just something different about them. Those are the dudes who come from huge calamities who have what I call a gestalt. And a gestalt is a cluster of negative belief systems, emotions, traumas, tragedies in their life that the more we work on them, the more we face them directly, the quicker these guys grow and these guys become absolutely phenomenal gentlemen, absolute fucking girl magnets, bro, getting more ass than a public toilet seat. 
on a day-to-day basis because women are designed to see this too. Women are attracted to you based on your growth as a man, based on how much you've overcome the following 10 belief systems, which we're going to go over right now. The first belief system that I encounter on a day-to-day basis almost to a man is the belief system of I am not enough. Specifically, I am not enough for an attractive woman. So when you have this belief system, I am not enough, it's usually derived from something that was said to you or done to you or perpetually done to you throughout your life, but more particularly in the first 10 years of life. So maybe your dad doubted you or going back to my previous episode, he was a perfectionist and he expected you to be a perfectionist too. Everything had to be perfect. And every time you didn't do something perfect, he would get a disappointed look on his face. Immediately, a meta program is written into the software of your brain that says, I am not enough. And you perpetuate results based on that belief system that I am not enough because what is life? It's a mirror. It shows back to you the exact belief systems that you put out there. So if you believe I'm not enough, the universe says, you're right, you aren't enough. Girls don't like you. You don't make the money you want. You don't get the results you want. You probably aren't even big as you want to be. You aren't as tall as you want to be. Whatever enough equates to that scarcity mindset will generate results in your life that basically prove it. Your belief systems are really creating and writing and drawing your life out in front of you. And you think of the picture, then you paint it, then you step inside of it. So if you have, I am not enough, that's right. You're not enough. Congratulations. Here's your fucking results. You're making this much a year. You're getting this hot of a girl. You look like this fitness wise. You live in this kind of place. You drive this kind of car. Here's your reality, brother, based on that belief system that you didn't even give yourself. Somebody else gave you before you could defend yourself. Fuck that, brother. Fuck that. Especially when you could just rewrite it, especially when you could just remove it with the NLP processes that I share with my guys in my three-month coaching program. Why people wouldn't do this is absolutely beyond me, but that's the first belief system of an unattractive man. I am not enough. The second belief system, and this is so goddamn sad to see, but yet so prevalent, is there's not enough love in the world. There's not enough love. And of course, what does this come from? This comes from being deprived of love by your parents, by your siblings, or even getting rejected by a girl with your first experience with women, which is what happened to me, by the way. I got absolutely decimated, cheated on by my first love, who I was super needy with, super clingy with, and then one day I went to her dorm room and I heard her having sex with another guy in there. Mostly my fault, by the way, and I know a lot of you guys are like, what? How could he say that was his fault? Because I was needy, I was thirsty, I was a beta cuck in all senses of the word, so I chased that girl into that guy's arms. And I drove home 10 miles per hour, cried on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position for fucking two weeks straight, was one of the worst fucking moments in my life. I created that and it affirmed to me the belief system I already had in my mind that there isn't enough love. Why did I have that belief system? Because my dad died when I was 10. My mom didn't give me what I needed. I was extremely needy at that time. So I immediately took on the belief system that there's not enough love. And then what happens? I manifest in my own reality through that first girlfriend, that belief system that there's not enough love. And that really caused me a lot of suffering and it causes a ton of suffering for my clients. I see it time and time again. When you believe there's not enough love, you manifest those results. And the universe says back to you, the world says back to you, you're right, bro, 
there's not enough love. So you don't meet enough girls. If you get married, your woman falls out of love with you. You don't want to have kids because you don't think that you have enough love to be able to raise them and to take all the hassle that they are going to inevitably bring into your life. I'll tell you this, when you eradicate that belief system and replace it with its opposite, you realize that love is the most powerful thing ever. And I have a two-year-old daughter, terrible twos, my fucking ass, dude. Nothing that little girl can do can overcome the love that I have for her. She cannot annoy me into submission because I believe that love is not only abundant, but there's almost too much of it. This entire world is full of love. So much love, in fact, that it takes universes full of this love for each parent to raise a child. And look at these 10 billion people on this earth. Each person is manifested out of that love just imagine how much love there is in the universe. There's too much, it's overly abundant. Yet some of you guys still believe there's not enough. And because of that, you manifest the results in your life, which makes you unattractive to women. Another super common belief system I see time and time again is masculinity cannot be trusted. Many times guys are let down by their dads. Their dad was beta himself. Their dad was emasculated by their mom. Their dad let them down in some gigantic way as my dad did to me, dying from diabetes, a simple disease at that time, which he could have managed with simple insulin, but he refused to go to the doctor. He refused to be responsible. He got sick one day, was fucking dead the next. What did I do? Well, masculinity can't be trusted. My dad died. He left us. So what happens? You don't trust the masculinity inside yourself. So instead you rely on feminine qualities within yourself, you supplicate to women, you need to be validated by women, you are not internally validated, you are externally validated, and like I talked about on Monday, you are a perfectionist. This all comes from the belief system that masculinity cannot be trusted, a belief system, by the way, that we can remove from your brain in 20 minutes. Yes, absolutely true. Another belief system is that the girls you really want are too good for you that she is too hot, she's too sexy, she wouldn't want a guy like you, why? Because you're not enough, you don't trust masculinity, you don't think there's enough love, you think you're not enough, so you believe that hot girls, the girls who you really want, are out of your league. Have you ever heard people say that? Of course you have, and I believe you've probably said that to yourself too, oh, she's out of my league. Another belief system is she would want somebody taller, more handsome, more money, which is complete bullshit. She'd want somebody XYZ, that is everything that you are not, and you convince yourself of this. Another belief system that makes you extremely unattractive. The next poisonous belief system that is like alcohol being sprayed all over cockroaches, which I don't know if you guys knew, but rubbing alcohol is extremely poisonous to cockroaches. It kills them immediately. This is like alcohol onto a cockroach's back is don't talk to strangers, don't bother people, don't be a salesman, don't inconvenience them, don't approach people. Okay, so this is a massive limiting belief system that holds guys back from getting good with women. Why? Because obviously getting good with women requires that you approach them. It requires that you talk to them. So if you believe, don't be a salesman, Brian, don't approach girls, Adam. Don't inconvenience people. Don't stop her. She's probably going somewhere. She doesn't want to talk to you. You're not tall enough, good looking enough. There's not enough love in the world. You're not enough. That girl's too good for you. You can't trust your own masculinity. What does masculinity want to do? It wants to do the numbers. It wants to approach. It wants to go get rejected so that it can grow. It doesn't give a fuck. It's internally validated. 
You have all these belief systems stacking up and working against you, manifesting in a belief system. Don't approach her. Don't talk to her. Hugely detrimental to your success with women. Did you guys know that 60% of women want to be approached? That's right. Think about this. 60% of women want to be approached. Why? Because the feminine is externally validated. The feminine receives energy and gets into state. So if you go up to a woman in the right way, and of course I teach the right way both in this podcast as well as my coaching program, but if you go up to a woman in the right way and give her value, give her good energy, feel your heart while you're approaching her and simply feel 5% better than she feels, even just saying hello to her or maybe even giving her a nice compliment, hey, listen, I had to let you know, I think your outfit is super cute today. Keep up the good work. Will brighten her day more than you could ever possibly realize. Then the other 40% are open to it. And about 1% are gonna be bitchy because their life fucking sucks. When a girl is bitchy to me, you know what I immediately think? Your issue, your life sucks. You're having a bad day. You had diarrhea earlier. You're a horrible kisser. I didn't wanna talk to you anyway. Goodbye. See you later, masturbator. After a while, pedophile. I didn't want to talk to you anyway. And that's the way I rationalize it in my mind because I know that I am enough. I am my own hero. Why? Because I've done the work on myself. It's very simple, boys. These belief systems that you have are easily identifiable and easily removed with NLP. And if you don't believe it, go read the fucking 70 plus reviews that I have on my website or take my word for it that this has completely changed my life. Because listen, even though you don't trust people, which is, again, a belief system that was installed in you by somebody else when you were young, because I'm a dating coach, because I'm an entrepreneur, because my job is to sell you something, you don't trust me. Even if you don't trust me, I want you to try to attempt to take my word for it that this NLP stuff has completely fucking changed my life and has changed the lives of thousands of my clients. It's very simple. A belief system is an illusion. That's why it's BS, belief system. As easily as it was installed in your mind, we can remove it and replace it with a better belief system. How would you behave if you felt you were enough? What would you do if you felt there was enough love? What would you do if you didn't feel like that super hot girl was out of your league, but in fact, she would be lucky to be with you? How would you behave if you really believe that women want you to approach them? They want you to validate them. They want you to want them in the right way, in the right way, of course. What would you do if you had that belief system? I'll tell you what you do. You get all kinds of dates. You get all kinds of sex. You get all kinds of sick duck. Your life would completely change because of your belief systems. But most guys, and God bless you if this is you, are operating belief systems that are counterproductive to getting the results that you really want with women. All right, going back again to my podcast on Monday, I am a perfectionist, drop that shit. And if you need more help dropping that shit, listen to that episode and or join my program. We'll remove that like a splinter from your brain. Another one, oh my God, sex is wrong, sex is sinful, sex is shameful, or another one, my sexuality is shameful. Maybe you're shameful about masturbating. Maybe you did something sexual in the past that you refuse to forgive yourself for. And listen, if you did something like that, let's say you raped a girl, okay? I know there's probably a couple guys listening who did this. I don't approve of that. 100% don't approve of that. In fact, if anybody ever rapes my daughter, I'm not gonna even say what I'm going to do to that motherfucker, but you guys know exactly what I do. Even if you did that, if you can see it as a mistake, better yourself from it, try to grow from it, 
try to repent and say sorry, even energetically to the person who you hurt with your actions, you can still move on from it and be okay and accept yourself and forgive yourself for the mistakes that you have done in the past. Sexual deviance is a bigger problem in this society than we will let on because people don't like to talk about it. But if you've had some issues where that's concerned, even that kind of mistake can be overcome. I don't agree with it. If you guys are currently doing this, please send me your address so I can send you a letter of anthrax. But if you've done it in the past mistakenly, have repented, have said sorry, have tried to make up for it, even if it's something sexual deviant between you and yourself, something embarrassing that you do when you masturbate or some sort of fetish that you have, guys, I have heard everything under the sun and believe me, if you do it, other people do it too. And if you do it and other people do it too, it's probably somewhat natural. I'm not saying that hurting other people is natural. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying between you and yourself, between you and another consenting adult female who wants to do it with you, if you're embarrassed of it, if you're shameful about it, that is going to tie into your feelings about your own sexuality and telegraph to a woman when you approach her. So think about it. Can you forgive yourself for your sexuality? Can you forgive yourself for your fetishes, the weird things you may do when you masturbate or the things that you fantasize about? Can you be okay to be attracted to a beautiful woman and want to have sex with her in a kind and respectful and a loving way, always working under the premise that what is wrong is that which creates suffering for others. What is right is that which creates peace for others. As long as you're not creating suffering for women, your sexuality towards them and desiring them is okay. And a lot of you guys totally don't feel okay with that. You are totally at odds with your own sexuality. So of course, you're gonna be unattractive to women because that's telegraphed. You come off as creepy because you think you're creepy. You think you're a pervert. You think that you're a creepy old man because you're attracted to younger women. So working on these things, getting okay with your sexuality, again, all worked within the premise that you're not creating suffering for other people and you're doing everything legally, then it's extremely important that you accept your sexuality and who you are because, again, not doing so makes you unbelievably unattractive to women. Another extremely detrimental belief system on this point is women can't be trusted. This happens with a lot of men who, like me, have been extremely hurt by a woman, but which belief system is complete bullshit because it has nothing to do with women or men. People in general, some people can't be trusted. That's right. But there are a lot of people who can be trusted. And I'll tell you, when it comes to a relationship, do you know how to make a girl trustworthy? To make her fall deeply in love with you and get her emotionally invested in you. There's also a lot to be said about the person's character, doing what they say they're going to do, being a woman of her word, having never cheated on a guy in her past, being somebody who's a go-getter, has a clean lifestyle. Like There's a lot of red flags that we try to screen for while going for a woman who we can trust. But if you have the general belief that women can't be trusted and even worse, that women are bitches, they're out to get us, they're doing female hypergamy, all these things that a lot of society and men's groups have conjured up anti-female kind of belief systems, you're shooting yourself in the foot, brother. I love women. I trust women. I love human beings because it's not about being a woman that makes her trustworthy or not. It's just about being a human being. And what does a human being have to do to become trustworthy? Develop themselves, both as a man and as a woman. So you have to screen for those things. But yes, women can be trusted, as can men, when you find the right person.
And I'll tell you what, as far as I'm concerned, the second they disrespect the trust that I give people up front, I immediately nix them. That's why I'm surrounded with people who are trustworthy, are people of their word. The woman that I've chose to settle down with, I trust her with my life because I have a belief system that certain people can be trusted, including women, and women are not evil. They're not out to get us. They're not all selfish and looking to step on your heart or to take all your money or to screw you over and get that ring on their fingers so they can turn your life into hell. That is a fucked up belief system. I talked to a guy last night. He's like, do you know what the biggest reason for divorce is? And I was like, what? He's like, marriage. And immediately I knew, I was like, bro, you have a belief system about women and about marriage that is completely fucked up that if you get married, what's going to happen to you? You're going to get divorced because you believe that marriage is something negative. Remember guys, first you think of the picture, then you paint it, then you step inside of it. So your expectations will be shown to you manifesting in reality. All right, gentlemen, there are many more belief systems that I encounter on a day-to-day -day basis, but this one is getting long. So I'm going to wrap it up with the last one. The last one is a scarcity mentality. There is not enough resources. There's not enough love. There's not enough women. There's not enough water. There's not enough money. There's not enough air to breathe. There's not enough food. There's not enough fill in the blank. If you have any kind of not enough kind of mentality, that is going to manifest again, as I've said countless times in this episode, that's gonna manifest in your reality. It's, it's so simple. Your belief systems are literally creating your life. It's like they're writing it out on a piece of paper. You turn in that piece of paper to source energy and then it creates it in your environment. So, I mean, the most simple thing to change your life is to change your belief systems. It is the easiest place to do it. It is the first place we start in my three-month coaching program. We go after belief, after belief, after belief, after belief, sometimes 20 in a row. We remove them like a splinter from your brain, and then we replace them with the opposite belief system. There are enough women out there. If I miss this bus, I'll just take the next one. There's plenty of money. There's too much money. They're printing money on a day-to-day -day basis. It's on paper, for God's sakes. There's so much money in the world that if you even got one trillionth of it poured over you into a swimming pool, you would die immediately, and your body would be crushed under the weight. That's how much fucking money there is in the world. There's not enough water. There's not enough resources. There's not enough land. There's not enough fill in the blank. It's all a scarcity mentality. When you have a scarcity mentality, what are you gonna experience in your life? Scarcity. You're nickeling and diming your way through life, thinking there's not enough, thinking you shouldn't approach girls, thinking that women are all evil, thinking that you're not good looking enough, tall enough, fit enough, rich enough, so stupid have a good enough personality, you don't know what to talk about, you're not smart enough, you're naturally dull, your masculinity can't be trusted, the girls you really want would rather be with another guy, and you know what, if you're thinking all that stuff, yeah, they would, they really would. And it's your job as a man to take control of this, okay? You're not just supposed to sit idly while the winds of life blow you around like a fart in the breeze. Your job, bro, is to take conscious control of your life and fucking change it. Nobody's gonna do it for you. Nobody's gonna do it for you. Nobody's gonna come rescue you. Nobody outside of me is gonna smack you upside the head and tell you this shit because you have to do this yourself. You have to invest in yourself. And sometimes it fucking boggles my mind when I ask guys how much they're willing to invest in their own personal coaching and they're like, oh, I'd invest like 300 bucks. I'm like, seriously, that's what you think you're worth? To invest that kind of money into becoming the best version of yourself you can be? Brothers, I invest a gigantic portion of my monthly revenue into coaching myself because I am the mechanism that dictates the results of my life. 
You are the mechanism. What's going on inside your brain, your brain is the bridge, the captain's chair, the pilot seat of your entire life. And if you're not working on it, refining it, cleaning it up, fixing it, getting rid of the traumas, reprogramming that bullshit, you are gonna get the same results over and over and over again. Do you want me to predict your future? Your future is a replica of your past as long as you don't take conscious control, which starts with your belief systems. So listen, even if it's not with me, I strongly suggest you guys hire an NLP coach. I have tried all kinds of behavioral therapy. I've done all kinds of different psychological techniques. I've done hypnosis, all that stuff. NLP for me is the thing that was an absolute game changer. And time after time after time, it's a game changer for my clients. I believe in it 1000%. There is enough of it to go around and there's enough of it for you, brother. There's enough air, there's enough water, there's enough money, there's enough love, there's enough Mark Singh for you, man. So if you wanna meet with me, go to my website right now, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, fill in the short two-minute application, press submit, I will send you my schedule and we will get on that one-on-one call together. And what I'm looking for is enough commitment, enough drive, enough motivation, enough cojones, enough courage to go into this like a fucking man does, facing your fears, tackling those limiting belief systems and reprogramming them intentionally the way a man does. If you're ready to do that, let's do it together, man. This NLP stuff, my dating coaching, everything that I'll teach you over three months together will absolutely change your life. No longer will you have a scarcity mentality. You will know that there's enough and you will attract a woman that is more amazing then your limited belief systems will let you believe at this time she is out there. And it's not just one of them, man. There are thousands of them waiting for you to experience. Millions of them. There's too many of them. You couldn't get through them in a hundred lifetimes if you had the opportunity. That's how many amazing, beautiful, sexy, loving women there are out there. You know what the biggest cause of divorce is? Limiting belief systems. That's the real answer. All right, gentlemen, once again, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you go hard in the pain tonight. Let yourself indulge in that turkey dinner. I know I certainly will. And if you want to get on that free one-on-one breakthrough session with me, just go to my website as explained previous. I'd love to meet you. All right, I got another awesome one dropping on Monday, and I will see you in the next episode.